We would like to begin this podcast by acknowledging the traditional custodians of the lands in which we gather and speak today. We pay our respects to Elders past, present and emerging and extend that respect to Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander peoples listening. Sovereignty has never been ceded and the treaty was never signed. It always was and always will be Aboriginal land. Just like something we've all got to remember is just accessibility um, in terms of COVID, but just accessibility and these things that, you know, hopefully carry after the pandemic that we can have more telehealth appointments and Zoom meetings and things that accommodate disabled people. Um, because I think that that's like, I, I know there's been obviously a lot of negatives we've been talking about right now about this awful kind of viewpoint, but I think, yeah, if we, if we take something really positive, I think it is to keep driving this accessibility and keep driving and opening up the conversations being like, how great is Zoom? Like, isn't that a fantastic thing for people, you know, that can't go places and can't, um, you know, meet in person if they're immunocompromised or you know, even yeah. F&D, it's been hugely helpful for me as a uni student. Like, we should make these things the norm um, going forward because I think yeah. they're so helpful for a number of reasons. Hi, welcome to Maggie's Corner. My pronouns are she, her, and in this segment, I'll be chatting about the importance of mental health, disability awareness, and all things F&D. Yay! Oh my gosh, it's literally so good. I'm so happy to see you. I'm so happy to see you too. Oh, it's like, oh, thank God for that. I missed I, I know. walking to you. By the way, I've just started again. Ooh, this is <gasps> interesting. This I is love interesting. that. Oh my gosh, guys, Daddy's just showing me her artwork. I don't know what's going to be of it, but it's just like, it's starting again. I'm like, oh, what are we going to do? It's beautiful. Well. <gasps> just like you. Oh, I love you. <laughs> so how how is your break? How is everything happening with you? How how did yes. how did oh how gosh. is your F and D going with it all as well? Um, it's, it's been a long time since we've really talked, hasn't it? And I was like, oh my gosh, yes, we must talk about the holiday season and kind of F and D and what that looked like for both of us. Um, yes, for me, yeah. it was it was kind of like. It was nice. I guess December was crazy. Like that kind of whole silly season thing was just like nuts. Oh, um, and yeah. just managing symptoms and the spoons, you know, mm-hmm. kind of a lot of it went out the window because it was just so busy and just keeping up. Yes. Um, <laughs> yeah. Like honestly, I did okay for a fair bit. Like I was pretty yeah. impressed how I did like Christmas Day and things like that because I have quite a big family. Yeah. Um, and yeah, it had a really nice time, like had some really lovely Christmas celebrations, but unfortunately on Boxing Day, I, I didn't have anything on, but like I crashed so hard. It's not even funny, like mm-hmm. pretty much woke up and was just having big seizures, um, yeah. had really bad panic attack and some weird, like I was just not doing so well, but um, yeah. I got through that okay. And like, you know, recentered and just rested for a few days and um managed the spoons and laid low a bit um so yeah yeah, look I think it was a balancing act it was highly I think for me it was like not only stressful kind of organizing you know what you got to do around Christmas like i.e cooking and like preparing things wrapping presents making sure you got everything done and ready to go but also like kind of holding space for other people's emotions around the Christmas period because everyone's high stressed and I found that quite challenging because, like, yeah, um, 
you know, just everyone working and finishing up work and all of that. Um, so I felt like I was juggling a million things, but um, yeah, I, I still made space for myself leading up to Christmas. Like I tried to just go, okay, this morning, we're not going to push it. We're just going to sit outside and do some breathing and just recenter, which I yeah. think was really helpful. No, that's really important to actually remember in these situations, especially when it comes to Christmas, comes to birthdays, comes to family gatherings, hold space for yourself. Um, we often That's forget absolutely that. it. It's always focused on um, the celebration itself, getting enough spoons for the celebration, um, all the people around involved, making sure that you can actually, I say perform, because it feels mm. like, like... It is a bit like that. You kind of have to... Be present for face, every, hey. yeah. Put on a face, be present for everybody, but then you forget, oh, hang on, how about myself in this situation? Uh, yeah, especially when you're distracted, you're just like, go, 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 go. And yeah. I think um, for me, I also was just like starting to, which is kind of, I'm not a big one for New Year's resolutions because I just find them anxiety inducing. I'm like, Why nah. went out the door? <laughs> I was so I'm like, no, not this time around. Like, no. I've had that much to deal with. And I think for me, it was like really like last year or not last year, the year before, I guess, flipping yeah. over to 2021. Yes. Like reviewing the year that it had been was actually, I like it was nice to reflect on things, but also created a lot of anxiety for me because I was constantly was comparing with my, <laughs> it's traumatic, especially when you're just diagnosed with FND. Oh, I was comparing oh. myself to my old self and then this new self and that what, what that looks yeah. like. Yeah. And I was just like, no, okay, this year we're just going to focus on some really just sim just simplifying like I was just doing some journaling and I was like this is the year just to focus on simplifying and not getting too caught up on things um and just pretty much existing without pressurizing things and I think that's like a huge one for that's all of us with F and D yeah. it's just like okay taking off that pressure you put on yourself that's right how was your well, how was your new year's and okay. Christmas this is the first thing that I'm ever going to ever do on this podcast with Maggie's Corner, Ooh. okay? A non-recommendation. So a non-recommendation, okay? Oh, a non. So we're starting the year off with a non-recommendation. Non-recommendation. Yep. Do not watch <laughs> The Death of 2021 on Netflix. Oh, no. <laughs> I didn't know that was a thing. Oh my god! It's, it's a comedy um, of like you know what transpired through the year, but it was actually quite dramatizing because <laughs> I often oh, I actually no. forgot, actually forgot like um, certain situations of what actually transpired through. I'm like, oh my god, that actually happened this year. I know it was crazy. It was, like 2021 was weird. Yeah, we stormed the White House in 2021. I thought that was 2020. Oh, okay. And, oh, that happened. It's all a mush. Oh. It's all, like, just the pandemic's all gone, like, well, it's all. And, I mean, we're like, yay. Everyone's like, oh, my God, 2022, like, New Year. Like, let's kind of just. And no, then, I boom, COVID. I know. I learned that lesson from last year. Because <laughs> I did that oh. whole oh my gosh, 2021, it's it's the end of 2020, everything's going to be great. And then it was like, oh, you're just the sister of 2020. Oh, oh, oh. Seriously, 
Oh my god! It's like the the small mountain, the bigger mountain, and then the bigger mountain. Like it's just keeps <laughs> escalating. I'm just like, hello, 2022. But I had I had New Year's resolutions. I did. Yeah. I had- oh, I want to hear yeah. them if you're comfortable sharing, of course. Well, the thing was, I did share it with Deb and just to anyone. Oh, everyone can hear. Daddy's <laughs> resolutions. So my res- resolutions was to be patient, more patient and more kind and compassionate. And mm. the events transpired in the, the first seven days and then it just went, <laughs> what? No. Out the window. No more patience. What are you doing, Skomar? No. No. <laughs> no. No. I've had enough. No. <laughs> It's only like first week in and we're all like, well, our government have done it again. Like, you know, we're all, all like disheartened already. And like, it was literally my age group. It was like, I felt like I was watching the Hunger Games, like the kind of fallen people, the fallen tributes, like every day. It was just like everyone's got COVID. Already, like, it was it Betty White? died sydney oh, no. and, and then like um full house guy he died <laughs> i know there's just a lot like and i think because 2021 there was all those like it, it just it was the gift that didn't stop giving i mean like we had uh-huh. and on top of covid and lockdowns it was like <laughs> it was um what earthquakes like riots in the city extreme weather events left right and center and i was just like excuse me no and then 2021 the end of that for you was just like a whirlwind well it felt so bad for you well i didn't really post up um what was happening uh behind the scenes because it's still happening um We called uh, the ambulance for Leo uh, recently (gasps) for his asthma. Like it's been on and off and a couple of times. Um, And the emergency, it took us 15 minutes to connect to ambulance in an Mm -hmm. emergency situation for Leo. That's because people are calling it triple zero for non-life-threatening stuff all the time. They're like, ah, I've got a sore ankle. Yes, but we're we're now in dire straits as well now too, so... Yeah. It, yeah, I know. Pretty hard. Um, yeah, so <laughs> there's a lot of things that are happening nowadays anyway. So, yes. Hang on, wait. Yes. It, one of my other friends, right, she called um, emergency for her daughter and it took her 30 minutes to connect to an ambulance too. Far out. And that's an emergency situation as well. And I was talking to a taxi driver because we were – driving to the hospital because Leah got admitted as well um, to hospital because of his asthma. Um, It's been ongoing like this uh, behind the scenes. And the taxi service even said we're taking on, um, we're taking on people for the ambulance as well. Um, Yeah, that doesn't surprise me because it's just, it's like I was reading a story that was like a, someone in sydney it was on the like my favorite news kind of i I don't like the news but there's one i guess oh my god here we go recommendation is i think i've mentioned them before but the daily oz i think they're called um is a news group that uh, like are my favorite because it's just like unbiased kind of news that's really accessible and it's like super clear and yeah i love it the daily oz accessible news for young aussies and they also have a podcast where they talk about things as well, which is great. But, um, yeah, there was a story on there about um, a baby. Um, 
says baby Ethan was unexpectedly born on a bathroom floor in New South Wales when his parents called for an ambulance there was no one available to assist and they said that like literally um the lady on the other end of the phone just said that well I'm sorry like there's no ambulances available to dispatch and this mm. baby was like so close to dying like wow. it was yeah we're they getting- said it was like code blue yeah. He needed CPR, like he needed to be on a ventilator. And it's just like, oh, my gosh, that's just – so I've seen a lot of things people are putting on Instagram saying, like, literally just do not call triple zero unless it's like an emergency, really, you know, or an emergency breathing. All the yeah. yeah, or go to mm. hospital yourself. That's what we've been told. However, it's they're also stretched on the other side as well. So, you know mm. – um, <laughs> It's, I guess for all those FNDs who are in this situation in Australia, you know, you've got to know what to do in this situation too. Also, the Chief Health mm. Officer, they did mention to prepare for when you do have the event of COVID and they did mm. mention um, by Panadol. Now, there was an article mm. um, where people had bought a lot of Panadol off the shelves mm. All right, it's yeah. in the toilet paper. But there was a picture on Twitter <laughs> where someone had taken a photo of it and all the Panadol is gone, but people had not to, um, bought Panamax. Oh. Um, people. <laughs> we love Panamax. I actually have Panamax. <laughs> the big bulk buy packets where you can buy like, I don't know how many. Yeah, packets. yeah. And um, there was even like, uh, there was a quote saying, um, one lady came to the pharmacy and she was demanding paracetamol and, I mean, the Panadol from the chemist. And <laughs> the guy was like, this is paracetamol. She goes, no, I Does want the same thing. Panadol that was recommended from <laughs> Chief Alfonso. Oh, right. So people just don't, yeah, they don't understand. So, I think it's just, yeah, there's so yeah. much demand everywhere. Like even chemists, people are camping outside of chemists to try and get rat tests. Yes. Like anyone listening outside of Australia, a, a big, big, big problem in um, Australia at the moment is like yeah. Omicron variant of COVID has just gone wild. Wow. Like it's literally hit, like it's just gone nuts over here. And yeah. um, basically we weren't prepared with, um, and by we, I mean the government, we're not prepared with um rat tests or anything yeah like we had no rapid antigen tests so like you know the at-home tests but our government changed all the rules as well saying you know a lot of them um here having rat tests which are like literally unavailable yes in, like fucking ev- anywhere like no one can get a hold of one so again it's stopping uh, yes <sighs> the spread's gone crazy because no one can get pcr tests either like the you know, the actual proper swabs. I don't know if the, the language is the same in other countries. Oh, no, the line's out of control over oh, here. They had to shut them. They had to shut them for like five days more. I don't even know. There's still, most of them are shut. Like driving here today, I saw like a big company called, a, like a private company was shut um, for well, PCR we tests. Well, over here. It's just down the road from mm. where I live. I'm like, oh, yeah, we'll just drive. Oh, there you go. Convenient uh, if it's not full-on busy. It's not because it's full-on busy. It's out like they've parked all the cars inside there for the waiting line. It's a drive through And then they've parked all the cars waiting outside down the road, outside the testing centre, and you're just oh going God. every day and you're like, 
So, oh, uh, no, you're, you're going to wait there for hours, mm. hours. Get an mm. audio book. I'm listening to another recommendation, <laughs> Jackie the Ripper, um, a Ooh. podcast. It is freaking hilarious. Um, it's Jackie a bit, the Ripper? Yeah, it's a bit oh, rude and crude. <laughs> we love that. I mean, um, it wouldn't spoilers. be... <laughs> Recommended by Jack. It's um, it's it's really hilarious. It's about this um, murderer. You know Jack the Ripper, but it's Ooh. a woman, and yeah. um, she chops off the scrotum and the penises of all her victims. Oh. And uh, oh gosh, serial kill. And this detective's trying to find her. And you know she's smart. She's witty, and she's got a social media account. And it is epic. This sounds awesome. Funny. So is it a story? It's it's like um it's like a TV series but on the radio, literally, and right. it's a podcast. Jackie the Ripper, check it out, guys. If you want to, well, that reminds me something that's hilarious, absolutely hilarious. It um, sounds fantastic. Yeah, yeah. Um, there's this TV series, or sorry, a movie. I feel like it's the one. Yeah, oh. it's called A Promising Young Woman. Yeah. Um, and it's, it's, I think I watched it on prime, but it's like pretty full on. It's like, but it's very good. It's basically like, I don't know what, what kind of, um, I don't know how I describe it. It's just like, hang on, I'll read like the little, you know, um, I think I've got 90% on Rotten Tomatoes too, but I really enjoyed it. Um, it might be a bit triggering for some, but it's the info says nothing in Cassie's life is what it appears to be. She's wickedly smart, cunning, and she's living a secret double life by night. Now an unexpected encounter is about to give Cassie a chance to right the wrongs from the past. And it's kind of like a feminist film where she basically gets revenge on shit men. So, like, it's really good. I, I like it's, it's, um, I really enjoyed it. Well, but, I think, yeah. I That's think these, as I was saying to Jake as well, and now I'm saying it to you too, I think the reason why we get so excited about like some new things that are really juicy and really good to actually really? get a hold on is because when you've got an FND as well, especially for those who are newly um, diagnosed, um, when you do have FND, you do have a lot of flares up or like you do have time to actually listen or watch things you, you do need distraction of, you need to be yeah. transported away from your fnd or what you're going through or even like the the current events that are coming through on a mm. daily basis like this this type of like pandemic it wasn't what it was like 2019 once in a blue moon these events would be rocking our world you know probably mm. but it's Absolutely. like a daily event <laughs> I mean, it's honestly like I just want to say, like, yeah. I know it, it is, and like, I just everyone who's listening, just like, I think these times are so strange, especially like going in to with the hope of twenty twenty two, twenty twenty two being like better or being like this kind of new light and hope, which it still can be, but I think, like, just you know, to be really kind to ourselves because, like, um things are not normal at the moment, especially here in Australia, but worldwide. Um, things are really strange. There's a weird vibe going around. Everyone's struggling in some way. No one's really doing amazingly. So no. I think just like, 
F and D or not, like, you know, I think just everyone just know you're not alone because this it's just bizarre. Like everything's bizarre. Well, um, I don't I don't know where it is like around the world, but it feels as though everybody's heightened, even outside. Mm-hmm. We're all Yeah, it's weird. Everyone's really on edge. And like yes. I think we're in this weird kind of um limbo as well here because like businesses are shutting but also and people are isolating like left right and center um i don't know how but i seem to have been like dodged covid especially is strange so far so far but i will probably get it but like most people yeah most people my age have got it um or had it my family my brother got it and my family were isolating which was really hard because i couldn't see them for a week um and yeah like yeah, I obviously can never be left alone really with F and D, so that was a bit tricky. Um, yeah. But yeah, like literally, everyone's isolating or has, or you know, friends or really close family members. I mean, especially with um, parents too. You know, I want Livy, and Livy's booked for vaccination. You know, she's only like six years old. Mm. She's vaccin. She's going for a vax. I'm um, great, but Leo, he's too young. Um, to have the vaccination, yeah. and he is—he's got asthma. Yes, and he's been going to hospital for it. He's been—he's going on different medications for it, and we're trying to mm. still get him diagnosed as well. He's having meltdowns now too with his oh, no. and everything. So we're still in the cusp of dealing with that as well. Um, so yes. there's a whole. We don't want him to get COVID. Like no, on top of that, he, you know, he's going to be compromised. I know they say, like for young kids as well, um, that mm. it's milder. But if you have comorbidities, you know, that's a, another ball game. Or Who knows? Else. I don't think there's much statistical kind of stuff going on with the kids. Like I think, yeah. So yeah, it's a strange one. So kids as well, like you know, if you're a parent with F and D, you've got kids too. You're also worried about that, you know. Um, you've mm. got so many things happening. So how do you deal with all these daily, you know, news and stresses? You go to the recommendations and you go for the distractions, or you you kind of go for the mm. self help kind of meditation. Simple things, I think. Like or for me, I've just kind of been. It yeah yeah talk talk it out but also like just not succumbing but just like allowing yourself to enjoy just like really simple things and like because I was a bit disheartened I was like oh you know I wanted to do a couple of things in my uni break and um you know enjoy life but then I'm like no actually it's okay like I Jake and I did a really lovely um I'm so grateful we were able to have like this little slice of serenity and beauty um we just went for a day trip out to the dandenongs which um oh, is like basically a mountain range or like a hills the hills in yeah. um, melbourne that are really beautiful and tropical and kind of really peaceful nice. there was botanical gardens and that's we just were like well that's an activity we can do that's yes yeah, sassafras around there and i was like well that's an activity we can do that's not really like much of a covid risk um, we can not stress too much about yeah contracting it if we're outside all day like so I guess just we kind of thought outside the box but um I think as well something that's been upsetting me and I, like going on from talking about like COVID and mm. um immuno being immunocompromised or having comorbidities is like this stupid rhetoric and this stupid like ableist kind of 
thing where people are like, oh, you know, we're all going to get COVID, like it's okay, we're, you know, um, we'll just move on, like it's nothing really that bad. And it's like, well, this is actually so problematic because number one, it's just like so ableist and does not include people with disabilities and, yes. you know, are immunocompromised. I'm like, you can't talk like that because like for some people they're like, oh, who cares? Like we can just go out and we're going to get it. Like, you know, we may as well get it now. If um, And that whole, we're all going to get it. Well, like if we think like that, then, no, you know, that, yeah, that it's leaves not, out people. And not, it's not just, it's not mild for a lot okay. of people. And it's this not... This is going to anger you a little. There we go. Might, oh. Okay. Oh no, oh so, no. Angry Maggie's coming. I can feel it now. <laughs> <laughs> you might. So we went to a park yesterday and we were like, mm. you know, trying to enjoy ourselves and there was like another family um, around near us and mm. we could hear the conversation because he was talking really loud. The uncle, mm-hmm. I suppose, because like it was a big to do, and he's like, "Family, yeah." Oh, I've been going to like these parties to try and get COVID. Because oh no! Might as well just get over it because the more people who have COVID, the better, and then we can get herd immunity because the vaccines don't really work anyway. So we more all might as well just get it. And the cardiologist said, "Blah blah," and I'm just sitting there going, "You've been biting your tongue." I, I, I looked at my brother-in-law and I was just like, "I think we have to go now because." <laughs> I, I, don't, I don't like this. I don't like this. Oh, all. it's inf- it's so infuriating. And you do hear those conversations everywhere. Like you're literally like at a coffee shop, they're like, oh, yeah, so-and-so is isolating. But look, just like, you know, it's just like a cold. It's fine. Like, you know, I guess. And I'm like, Ugh. I know. It's just like, like everyone's talking. Just about when it. you said that, I was just going, that is ableist. And stop talking like that because mm. there shouldn't be any. Mm parties like that here but there are apparently because no like this guy trying it's to- messed up and people are like oh my god like yeah and people are like oh well we're all gonna get it and it's just like part of life now and like yes part of that is true like we the, the risk is like we you know it, it's out there right but I but feel you also like, have um, like um long um long term um COVID long well. COVID people long don't COVID, acknowledge that and that's like a, a disability in itself or like a, a immunocompromised. Yeah. COVID's COVID. Well, I saw this <laughs> COVID's COVID. I saw this post um and I like reposted it because I thought it was fantastic. I'll see if we can tag it below. But basically, it says um, it's written by. I guess this can be my like recommendation of the post or whatever or person like page we only have about two recommendations i know but now it's like today we've got like 10 um this is the chron it's by someone called the chronic under sorry the underscore chronic underscore notebook and it's it says in their post trigger warning ableism in brackets a lot of it <laughs> and um basically it says how the ba- pandemic exposed the worst attitudes towards chronically ill and disabled people some examples Number one, this whole, it's only the sick and disabled people dying though. Sick and disabled people lives are no less valuable. Their deaths are no, no less tragic or sad. The pandemic being a greater risk to them does not mean it's okay. Anyone can become disabled at any time in their lives. Number two, disabled people should just stay inside forever. Um, disabled people have struggled with isolation and their mental health, just like everyone else. And how, like, how can people genuinely ask them to prolong this forever? 
like if it were you would you want to like disabled people we have a right to experience the world too and like you know aren't asking people to stop doing that but just just be mindful and careful number three why should we make any sacrifices for disabled lives like natural selection all this bullshit nobody is asking anyone to give up their lives we're literally everyone is just we need to be careful and do things like wear a fucking mask <laughs> limit events and open windows like small prices to pay to potentially save a life and some say like you know they don't work and this it's not you know i've done my research but much research suggests that these things work better to be wrong about them than not work like you know they're not working four restrictions are vulnerable people's fault apparently you know, this whole rhetoric that people say that um no vulnerable people are just one reason why restrictions are implemented others include reducing pressure on the healthcare services and workers like they get left behind a lot you know it's about and preventing people from getting long COVID, allowing time for vaccines to be developed and rolled out and more. Like people don't think about the healthcare system and the, the fact that the healthcare system, it's not just about people with COVID, it's about people that need the healthcare like Leo and people with FND and dis disabilities and chronic illnesses that need those services that won't be there, you know. And then there's this um, number five, <laughs> it's natural selection in brackets, eugenics. Um, if someone is more likely to die from COVID because of disability or illness, that does not mean that they're doing so is evolutionary because chronic illnesses and disabilities are actually becoming more prevalent in today's society and have been for some time. So we need to build like this kinder and you know more accommodating world rather than pretending that the disabled are like an accidental minority. Wow. And, um, you know, like long COVID was an opportunity to open up the conversation around disability and it kind of it didn't, you know, because it kind of gave people that didn't have a disability like an insight to what living with a life changing and disabling illnesses. But like it kind of just yeah died out. It was in the news for one month. Um, and the last one, I think, or oh, no, there's a few more, but just the sudden ability to implement accommodations like during the pandemic have been denied to disabled people for years. Like, you know, being able to work from home and including like at home meetings and events and have remote telephone appointments and wider public spaces for access. These are things that like disabled people have been asking for years and like told they were never possible, but now suddenly in the pandemic they're possible. Like, you know, that's another thing to consider. And, you know, this whole disabled and chronically ill people or an apparent burden on society is fucked up. Like being vulnerable to COVID and worried about its risk doesn't mean that people are a burden on others um, or expect others to stop living their lives. Like a pandemic doesn't change the fact that they're valuable members of society. We, we have skills, talents, jobs, and positive influence, influences on others. Um, and the end of this post just says, disabled people are people just like you. Their lives are valuable. They are not burdens. The deaths do not mean less. This isn't freaking natural selection. The restrictions aren't their fault. They shouldn't have to stay home forever. You wouldn't want to. Um, they aren't asking you to stop living completely. Just be careful and mindful and question these attitudes and be open to you know accommodating people because it is so important. And like, yeah, I just thought that post freaking hit the nail on the head. Thank you so much to the Chronic and Notebook for that post. I just Thank think you very much. Literally, and, yes, sums it up. You know, I think what um, 
also was highlighted there and enlightened me here, especially with that post, mm. was that the pandemic actually gave the excuse for people to be real douche canoes. Like they went, oh, well, we're going through this bad mm-hmm. situation and this COVID and you know what? I can say anything and behave this way. Um, yeah. And it gave them the right in their mind to be this way and to show yeah. what they really And excluding do. people. Yeah. Like and excluding, you know, and people saying, oh, well, you know, the only reason for lockdowns is, you know, for the old people that are going to die anyway and for, you know, the disabled people, like it's just natural selection. Like that is literally disgusting. Like that is... I get so mad. That's fucking disgusting yeah. when people say things like that because yeah, they don't the implications like that is so steeped in ableism and and then like when they not get caring mob- for everyone in society. That's it. And when they get the mob mentality and they get that power, it influences mm. people's and it actually affects people's lives as well. Which you know is not the case. It, it it is so dangerous. It is so, it's so dangerous. dangerous, and people become. I think in this pandemic, you know, people have to like have turned inward and kind of some people have really like become more selfish and then some people have really become selfless and like more thinking about the community as a whole and they're the people doing the right things. And I think that's, you know, like, yeah, it's it's kind of gone to extremes. And I think just like something we've all got to remember is just accessibility um, in terms of COVID, but just accessibility and these things that, you know, hopefully carry after the pandemic that we can have more telehealth appointments and Zoom meetings and things that accommodate disabled people. Mm. Um, because I think that that's like, I, I know there's been obviously a lot of negatives we've been talking about right now about this awful kind of viewpoint. But I think, yeah, if we, if we take something really positive, I think is to keep driving this accessibility and keep driving and opening up the conversations being like, how great is Zoom? Like, isn't that a fantastic thing for people, you know, that can't go places and can't, um, you know, meet in person if they're immunocompromised or, you know, even yeah. F&D, it's been hugely helpful for me as a uni student. Like, we should make these things the norm um, going forward because I think yep. they're so helpful for a number of reasons. Well, um, it is kind of in a way, and it, thank God for that. Because could you imagine a pandemic without the internet or without the Zoom at this stage? I don't I know, know how they did it. Well, it would it happened. Pandemic. I don't know. Like, yeah, hundred years ago, I don't know how they did it for seven years. They did this, mm. but um, right now, like you and me, we're doing this through Zoom. Um, yeah. You know, my my family overseas, we do talk through zoom as well and facetime and it's so great to be able to have that instant connection as well um unfortunately there are kind of like technical difficulties <laughs> it's right i lost you for a minute i couldn't hear you but you came back so i was just like like frowning looking at the screen like there is like there is difficulties and it is frustrating but you know it, it it, it, it brings to the point where, you know, um, it is important to look after yourself through these traumatic mm. times. I find it's really, really helpful for me to talk to my psychologist at this point in time. Me too. Um, yeah. So I'm, <laughs> if you need to, if you need to talk to someone, talk to your GP or um, I know that Australia Support Services, they do have the F&D counsellor. Helplines too. Like I think yeah. one thing that we were just talking about is it is difficult to get appointments and 
things at the moment, yeah. of course, with COVID. But there's also some really, really helpful um, hotlines like mm. uh, Lifeline and Beyond Blue and places you can just talk to people over a phone if you're needing it. And I think that's also yeah. really accessible for people that can't get an appointment and or afford one. Yeah. So, yeah. So do go and reach tool. out. Yeah. Or go to your GP mm. and you might be able to actually even go on a GP care plan to um, be, great. Yeah. be able to just go to a counsellor and find a good one and talk. Because and talk to your friends and fam- like not about don't yeah. trauma dump we, we don't don't encourage that but um, <laughs> like chat to each other like even this space that Daddy and I have like it's really therapeutic to talk about like what's going on and these attitudes that people are having and yeah. just like talking and get, talking it out and opening up that conversation makes you feel active in making a difference and you know yeah. chat about these things that are troubling and I guess like you know and knowing that you're not alone like there's so so much bizarre stuff happening at the moment and um i think it can be quite isolating yes yeah like especially in the disabled kind of realm i think it can be like quite isolating for a lot of us and um a bit scary really like with all these attitudes and um feeling like i feel i think it's hard like as a 22 year old oh sorry 23 now uh, um (laughs) keep saying that and then i'm like hang on a minute it's the year's 2022 2022. I keep saying 2023. I've already, I've jumped. Oh, really? <laughs> You're already ahead. You're like, nah, fuck 2022. <laughs> wait, let's move on to 2023. Nope. <laughs> yep. I think this final draw was when, like, um, we, I was reading, I was like, oh, there's no more chicken. We're running out of chicken for KFC. Okay. No, fast forward now. <laughs> yeah. I did see that. I mean, I don't eat chicken, but I did see that in everyone's comments for like angry reacts and sad reacts <laughs> to the no chicken. Yep, and that was it for so, 2022. <laughs> I mean, it's kind of strange, like how, like it, um, I mean, it's crazy how many things, how many businesses, and kind of our society is being affected. Yeah. It's wild. So I think, um, I think the highlight- yeah, stay safe, everyone. Yeah, I think the highlight now is, and we're coming all coming to the realization that health mm. is actually the real wealth of the whole. Health is wealth, baby. Them being like the economy mm. when it comes to you know work, healthy mm. humans, health. And I think that like is a good again, like we talked a lot about negatives before, but a real positive is it made people realize like how important how the health is. Health is, and it kind of. And I, I guess, like, it's it's a good thing to keep talking about as well and say, you know, to your friends that are non-disabled or um, saying, like, you know, how, how, how important it is to be healthy and, like, just reflecting on, imagine if, like, you had COVID all the time or similar symptoms and that's kind of what it's like living with a disability or chronic illness, you know, and often forgotten about. So, yeah. and F&D, well, well, like, keep it in the of, conversation. Yeah. Pretty much. It is because you have to lay low. And what I was going to say before is it's like weird as a 23-year-old missing out on feeling like I am not going to many things and stuff because of COVID and like New Year's, I laid very low, didn't really do much. I hung out with um, a couple of really close friends and that was lovely. Mm. Um, And I think, yeah, like just, but I'm now not getting, I'm trying to kick the FOMO and say, nah, like it's okay to just, literally stay at home and just not not engage in you know uh feeling like you're missing out because you're all in the same boat in some form of another 
We're um, all in the same boat, but at the same time, yeah. um, some we, are sinking, some are drowning, some yeah. are staying afloat. You know, like it's that yeah. whole thing. But we're still we're still living life, and we still have things. We still have things. Yeah. And once once this pandemic, or once this endemic, or once we get a hold of this, right, mm. we'll be able to move forward. There's always, yeah. there always is something like we always thought, you know, we could never survive in a really bad struggling environment. Yet we do. We always seem to we thrive. Do survive. We always seem to thrive. We always seem to like. Surviving and thrive. <laughs> surviving and sometimes and thriving. thriving. <laughs> well, we don't seem to look at it when we, when we, we are in the situation, but when we do look back sometimes in the. I think we're going to be so proud of ourselves when we look back, like especially, you know, like we'll be, oh my gosh, how crazy was that pandemic that we lived through? But we did it and we're stronger yeah. and we're, you know, like we've, you know, we did our best and that was enough, you know, individually just be, I think, taking the pressure off yourself again, going back to my resolution in inverted commas is just like taking that pressure off yourself and go like, we're doing all we can do. And, um, seriously, just yeah, take that pressure off yourself. Yeah. Like you are enough. It, it's a, yeah, you, you, are, you enough. are enough and like, oh, it's yeah. okay to rest. It's okay to do nothing. Your life is not, like valued on how much you do and how how productive you are. Your life is valued on the yeah. kind of person you are and just being and showing up as who you are. So I think there was this. Yes. I'm looking. <laughs> I am Estelle. Do you remember like recommending her? Because I, I love her. Yeah, yeah, she's great. She she did a post recently and it was about her friend saying you are not you are not as good as you are yesterday or something along the lines of that, meaning that you are as good as you were yesterday. I think that's what it was. You're as good as you were yesterday, meaning you don't have to be better. You are the no. best already. Good. So take you It's not a competition off. with yourself. Yeah. It's not a competition with yourself. Like it's, it's always good to want to improve, of course, but like, I think taking this very capitalist, I'm not meaning to get political here, but like this capitalist approach of do, 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 productivity, yeah. productivity, it doesn't, and it, like reshifting the thoughts around that, especially someone with F&D, um, you know, that like we are more than our productivity and how much we achieve in inverted commas. <laughs> like it's okay to just be, and you are, you are good and you are like, don't compete with yourself. And no be, don't be so hard i need i need to take my own advice because literally <laughs> my psych appointment yesterday i was my psych's like you're very black and white thinker aren't you and i was like yes yes i am and i kind of she's like you sound like you're just putting a lot of pressure on yourself all the time to analyze things and compartmentalize and make yep yeah so i think realizing that um you know, telling that annoying perfectionist voice to all that voice that's do, 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 or that voice that's like you're missing out or this voice that's in the back of your head, just tell it to shh. I actually had that. <laughs> um, I think when I was 18 and from like 18 onwards, I was a primary caregiver for my grandma and um, I watched all my, fa like all my friends mm. go partying and doing all those things. Yeah. And even my family, they were they were actually doing things as well and I had to stay back and I made it a point to stay back and look after my grandmother. Um, yeah. 
and uh, I felt like I was missing out and I kept saying that to myself but then I remembered saying you know actually the reason why I'm doing this is x y and z and I'm actually not and I had to constantly remind myself and you know afterwards I had no regrets because it's what a meaningful way to spend your life caring for someone yeah we I think as well this pandemic shifted what we give meaning to Yes, um, and what's important. For some people, what's important, so like, again, yeah. that health is important, looking after yourself and others and that kindness and selflessness, like, yeah. it's literally, um, it's not, yeah. It's, because it's I think, like, and I if, think, if you go like, okay, I'm missing out, so I want to go out and do what I want to do. The other mm. thing is, you know, you do risk the, like, you don't know. You just don't know the long term mm. if you do get long term COVID as well Ooh, yeah no no thanks hard, I'm okay right? with I mean, sitting it... at home watching a movie <laughs> like I, I've realized I'm a bit of an introvert too never thought yeah. I was but I am an absolute introvert <laughs> but you know you do have a life ahead of you still you know there's so much yeah we all do there there's the, that, and there's so much purpose yeah that we're you know like our lives aren't on hold and like I think it's very easy to fall into this like we're on hold, like in this pandemic, and oh yeah, you were on hold in this pandemic, or we're on hold because of F and D. Yeah, I'm on hold because yeah. I've, but no, sure, F and D. Yeah, that's just it's a that part feeling. Of your life. It's just part of the journey. It's part yeah. like yeah, a bit corny here, but it's part of the journey, and it's part of like your personal history. And like, yeah. I guess just don't don't waste your life waiting and think feeling like you're missing out or that you know things like things are gonna just just enjoy the moment for what it is and if it's a hard moment know that it will get better but yeah yeah, I think just enjoying the presence present moment is we always talk about this I feel the the holding space and present moments are actually what's made it more precious I think you know when you've been in isolation and in lockdown the way that we've had right for so long and um, when it comes to family visits and, you know, going to see friends, even in this mm. limited space, they have become more precious and you become, Ooh, yeah. yeah, you become like, mm. it's become more valuable, right? And that's I think what, as well, access, um, access to healthcare as well. Yes. And yeah, well, all these things. Highlighting that now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I think something that, I might be beneficial to recommend uh, kind of as we wrap up this episode is something I've been doing that I really think has helped me feel yes. quite content um, as much as possible is I'm writing a line a day. My mum, bless her soul, got me this little book, but I mean, you could just do it in a normal little pocket journal. Yeah. And it's the one I've got for five years. So you write like there's five different years and you write each, it has every single day. But it's literally just write a sentence or two about the day. And it's like, it doesn't have to necessarily be gratitude. Like I generally put something I'm grateful for or enjoyed about the day. You can also be like, oh, this sucked, you know, so-and-so got COVID. Like it's okay to have those things. And I think it's nice just to uh, like commemorate and have like a little journal of the year. Because I I did enjoy that kind of trend that was going around which was the one second a day where you like film one second a day and then you have this beautiful little couple of minute video of your whole year but I think this is nicer like writing one or two sentences and um it's because I often get daunted by journaling and like 
yeah. feeling the need for that. But I'm trying just to, if I miss a day, I just kind of go back and write a dot point or something to remember that day. And I think that's a really nice way of just beautiful um, enjoying each moment and each day in some and like just writing it down and acknowledging it, I think is nice. So that's actually I don't know, a great help, help me, but yeah, it's a great snippet of gratitude. And that's the line because what I was reminded um, yesterday is, yes, there is a lot of darkness around. There is a lot of darkness, but there's also light. As you were saying, black and white, there is light around us. We're just so consumed by so much around us that sometimes... So much darkness at the moment. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so when you're writing a day of what you're actually seeing, the light, it, yeah. it actually reminds you to actually look and see what you have. Yeah. Right. That's, that's okay that's to acknowledge the bad bits too. Yeah. You know, you don't, and you don't always have to make sense of them because a lot yeah. of the time we think, oh, how can I try and make this a positive? But it's okay to just be like, no, nope, that was a negative and that's okay. Oh. Um, but yeah, you know, you know, the most wonderful thing is like you can get like the most expensive gift for someone right and yeah. it could be like jewelry or it could be like a ps5 or you know it could be <laughs> so grand like a tesla but what your mum has given you is the most precious yeah. and wonderful and wealthful it's so beautiful i feel very grateful yeah, yeah it is so beautiful and it's just reaffirming like yeah what's important so i think um yeah, if you guys want to do that exercise and we can check in with each other in a few weeks and see how we're going with it, I think that'd be cool. Yeah. Um, but just yeah. something I thought I'd share off the top of my head. <laughs> oh, well, look, you know, me and my family have this tradition and it was really great for this Christmas where we write ourselves a letter to our future selves. Oh, I love that. And yes, 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 yes. Folder. We've done it like since 2018. And it actually—it so is so funny just to read back on what you've written and what's transpired, and you know what I you know. are. And um, it's become like it's a, good a memory too. Like it's a good way of, um, yeah, it's like a legacy. It's a good way of, yeah. Oh, what's the word? Archiving kind of yeah, <laughs> your life passed down to, from generation to generation. Um, so it's something along the line. That's what you always just reminded me of. Um, a wrap up yeah. of the whole year too because that's what we do as a family together as well yeah oh how nice oh lots of good things have come from this episode I feel like we've covered a lot of ground and covering <laughs> I ho- think we- just a recap <laughs> I think probably we- been like two hours <laughs> I think we just had like this like recommendation um kind of withdrawal because usually we're like and what's your recommendation and I'm like oh I don't know but this time around we're like oh recommendation <laughs> recommendation what recommendation? <laughs> this recommendation. <laughs> I know they're just like rolling off our tongues. It's great. I think, um, yeah, I, I mean, to recap, what have we covered? Holiday season and silly season Holiday and F&D and that. Um, po- another podcast, um, which is really freaking amazing. Uh, yeah, that Jackie. I Jackie the Ripper. And then yes. that movie, Promising Young Woman. Promising. Yes. Yes. Uh, we talked news. about we did we recommended news, news. daily oz yes yep we did um looking after yourself uh through the, the times chronic notebook talking about uh 
disability and ableism around COVID and these conversations that are really important. And don't be an asshole. Don't be an asshole. Amazing, great recommendation. Don't be an asshole to like people who are disabled because they're humans as well. Um, Stop having those, you know, problematic, oh my God, we're just going to get COVID. Yes, and you're not missing out on life. Because you're not, um, given no. the situation, you're not, and you're still living it as well. And also what you just recommended, which is absolutely wonderful, was a sentence a day of what you appreciate most, a light in the day. The light, light in the day. Oh, I love it. I think, uh, yeah, just uh, wow. lots of love to everyone pretty much, like, um we got this we got this and um i'm keen to keep talking and i feel like we've got some really exciting stuff to talk about this year and just the next few episodes like like oh my gosh how can we fit all these awesome conversations in because it's just like i could literally talk today for like five hours straight (laughs) i could talk to you for ages too but but all things come to an end guys but uh we will all good things come to an end and we've got so many more episodes to come so how exciting Thanks. Um, Lots of love to everyone listening. Yeah. All right. Well, catch you later, guys. Catch you later, but don't catch COVID. (laughs) I mean, (laughs) try not to catch COVID. And if you haven't, I'm so sorry. You guys recover, recover, recover as fast as you can. And And um, it's no more, like, it's no one's, like, I hate this again, just another little it's no one's fault or personal responsibility if you get it. No. It's just not anything to do with you know stuff how you it, it affects yeah you know it, yeah everyone, take that pressure off yourself babies everyone well yeah We're lots just, of love to people with covid lots of yes, love because we, it we sounds like it sucks survive we're just trying to survive trying to survive period you know we love you all okay so lots of love to you all all right bye bye Thank you so much for tuning in. If you want to know more, head to www.fndoz.org.au. Make sure to follow us, the FND Podcast, on Instagram. My personal Instagram is maggie.chapman. And head to the show notes for any relevant resources and info. Thanks again and we'll catch you out next week.